previously on TV Tuners. Santa has a gun? I have received concerning material regarding you, Swanson, and a member of the same sex. I can't believe the sleigh crashed! We need to get there quick! Wow, guys. Check out these noodles. Oh no, the menorah fell over! And now, Hi there, and welcome to TV Tuners, a television podcast for the true fanatics. It's a weekly dive into the latest in TV news and reviews. I'm your host, Swanson, and with me as always is Suicidal Santa, Stairmaster. Hey, hey! Wait, no. Ho, ho, ho! (laughs) There you go. And with us as always is our other co-host and... uh, I can't believe you made me Santa, not like one of the reindeer... And attorney who can't keep it in his pants, Kioran. Hello. No, not Krampus? I mean, they both start with a K. No, not Krampus. Oh. Hey, hey, Stair, can I talk to you over here for a sec? Yeah, what's up? Why you gotta call me out on the podcast like that? <laughs> I, 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 just, I just think he could, I think he might be, just could tighten it up a little bit. Hey, look, hey, look, bud, okay? You guys all right over there? Yeah, we're fine. Know your fucking role. Know your fucking role, okay? Okay? I'm the I'm the host, alright? You're the co-host, alright? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, alright. Please step back. Alright. Good let's have a good conversation. What's going on over there? Nothing, but we're just talking we're having a good conversation. (laughs) We're good friends. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's what you tell him, little bitch. Alright, so this is the Christmas episode of TV Tuners. And, wow, uh, uh, the festive mood seems to have kind of gone away a little bit. But what are you talking you about? Know, we got tree. We got a. We got tree here. We got tree, and uh, there's a star on it. And we got our yeah. No, tree. no ornaments, no lights to help us carry it up the steps. Yeah, it looks like somebody out. somebody poured flour on the ground next to it. What's that's what's snow? That about? It's snow. Oh. Anyway, what did you guys watch this week? Oh, I saw Wreck It Ralph and Wreck It Ralph Two. Like a double feature? No. One was on DVR on like Tuesday, and I saw Wreck It Ralph Two today. Uh, how? What were they? They were good. They were Pixar movies. One interesting thing, though, was in Wreck It Ralph Two. Uh, they went to the, they go onto the internet, right? And one of the protagonists goes to, like, the Disney website. Yeah. And, like, some stormtroopers accost her for doing business without a permit. That's some interesting implications there for Disney. Well, I mean, you know, stormtroopers are Nazis. I know. And they they work for the Disney Corporation, apparently. <laughs> I don't see any political undertones there at all, to be honest with you guys. You guys, also, that's a, that's a bit of that's a bit of a reach. Also, you know what pissed me off? 
They put Dr. Robotnik in the film, but didn't give him any dialogue. Instead, they gave it to that little shit Sonic. Oh my god. I mean, I they, know, gave he... Zan- they gave Zangief a lot of dialogue. That was worth I know. it. But Dr. Robotnik is like the charmer. He's the one with charisma. He's the heart of the franchise. Okay. Uh, I haven't watched the, either of these movies. Is Sonic voiced by the guy who voices Sonic yes. in like, the games? Oh, yes. nice. That must yeah, have been yeah. a juicy payday. <laughs> yeah, for all 30 seconds total across two films of dialogue. And the Worth. first film, he doesn't even show up proper. He's just like on an ad terminal in the Circuit Breaker hub. Saying, Way past hey, cool. If you die outside your game, you die forever. Hey! Nice. So I'm going to guess what Sonic says. And and what I don't know which movie he would say this in. Well, wait, hold, on, hold said, on. Is this a segment of Sonic Says? <laughs> yeah, where I, I guess Sonic's movie dialogue. Yeah. So I'm guessing Sonic probably said something like, Shut your big fat math mouth, Ralph, before I kill you. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Shadow said that. Oh, wow. Shadow got dialogue? Yeah. Get out of here, you elf. And then he put a gun in Ralph's mouth. Whoa. new metal plate. <laughs> I gotta see this movie. Oh, man. They could have had Shadow in there. They spent, like, a fair chunk of the film in a not-GTA. But it's also, like, post-apocalyptic. Hmm. It's, ba- it's basically, like, the opening level of the Shadow the Hedgehog game. Everything's exploding and whatnot. Kyo, did you watch yeah. anything this week? No, I'm not done yet. Oh. Also, I watch. I watch. Wow. Goodfellas. I watch Goodfellas. Is this the first time you've watched Goodfellas? Yes. Would you say that you've always wanted to watch Goodfellas? Um, no. Ever since you were a kid. <laughs> yes. 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 That film taught me a lot about Italians. <laughs> like. <laughs> They really don't like having their balls busted. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like metaphorically or literally? Metaphorically. But probably oh, literally okay. too. No, I think like Joe Pesci's probably was hiring some dominatrixes on the side there. I don't like getting my balls busted unless it's actually my balls getting busted. <laughs> By a broad. <laughs> I only care if a broad's busting my balls for real. And that black shiny clothing. You know... What do they call it? Leather. <laughs> I think he knows how to pronounce leather. Yeah. Anyway, my spirit animal is uh, Joe Pesci saying oh no right before getting shot in the back of the head. Whoa, spoilers, bud. <laughs> wow, I haven't seen that movie. Now I'm now it's ruined. Uh, Thanks a lot. He just Sorry, Keo. He goes, Oh no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I thought your fa- I thought your spirit animal would be Joe Pesci saying, "I look like a clown to you. I look like some kind of clown." <laughs> I don't know why you would think that's Swanson. Why are you, why are your spirit animals quotes and not like the person? Oh, really? If we were any character in Goodfellas, we would be Spider. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. We would be Spider. The uh... is that like the the southern version of Goodfellas? Hey, welcome to Goodfellas, starring Larry the Cable Guy, Jeff Foxworthy, and Ron White. Spider you know, I could actually see that happening, to be honest with you. Hmm. Ha, we're just Goodfellas. Spider was that kid who was 
handing out drinks at the card game and pissed off Joe Pesci. Okay, good, because I didn't know what you meant. I figured. What'd you watch, Keo, right? Uh, I've actually been re-watching Hunter x Hunter. Nerd. Ugh. Yeah, well, I've been watching it with my girlfriend because she hasn't watched it, so... Look at this guy. Oh, I was like, Mr. I was like, you gotta, you got, I was like, you gotta get in this. Yeah, you gotta check out the sexy clown man. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about that show is the sexy clown man. His gum can do what? Was she impressed by Hisoka? <laughs> um, well, was she like? There was, mm. a, there was a, there wow. was a part where where he carried off one of the characters who was unconscious, and she was like, "What's he gonna do to him?" <laughs> Wait, his aura has properties of what? And what? Yeah, we haven't we haven't quite gotten there yet. Oh. Is it jizz? No. Well, sorta. It's like rubber and gum. So that is basically jizz. Uh. <laughs> is there? Maybe you should go see a doctor or something. Uh. Anyway. Well, you, nope. You can't. You don't use your own seed to attach yourself to your enemies. And Not usually. <laughs> Almost never. Oh. Yeah, Stare, that's a little unusual, buddy. <laughs> uh, anyway, I watched more of Narcos Mexico. Oh. How would I'm... you compare that to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Uh, Well, I haven't watched any more of JoJo, but I would say JoJo is more colorful. <laughs> oh. No one has uh, thrown a bunch of zippers on someone yet, so... <laughs> you'll get there oh once okay. you get to the torture scenes mm-hmm. yeah about uh halfway through it's been okay uh, it's been all right yeah all right okay. hmm? yeah bye uh, see you next week guys all right M- merry christmas everybody all right let's get into some news huh some christmas news sort of it's news that happened in the week between last recording and this one. So, sure. Are we, we going to get some, like, bells or something for the news? Keo, ring some bells. I don't have... You, you didn't buy any bells. All you bought was a tree. Well, yeah, that costs a lot of money. Especially especially this close to the holiday. We got, like, that yeah. cup with a ball in it. Can you shake that a bit? Uh... Yeah, I, I can try yeah, is stairs. it making a sound? Can you hear this? Oh, it's not picking up on the microphone. Man, this stairs is the worst Christmas ever. Stairs game of cut ball wasn't isn't picking up on the microphone. Oh no! Here, 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 here! I'll jing- I'll jingle some coins. How's that? Santa isn't real. Hey, don't don't, <laughs> ru- don't ruin this for all the kids out there. Come on! <laughs> ah, the there Christmas cheer yeah, is in the festive. air. Just in time for this Christmas-related news. So, uh, we all love Netflix. And one thing we all love, like Netflix, is sports. What? Right? We all love sports. We're big sports boys who love footballs and the basketballs and the hockey. Foosballs. We're ball boys, as they say. That's what they call them. They say, hey, we're the ball boys, and we like the ball. Yeah. Anyway, uh, much like those sports, Netflix is thinking of adding a instant replay feature to its programming. Uh, so, like, does it play it back in slow-mo? 
and from multiple angles. Yeah, and Mar- and uh, my and Jim Madden. Yeah, John Madden comes out and says like, "Oh, what you got here is uh, Ross was going to kiss Rachel, but uh, she moved away at the last second. <laughs> and now everybody thinks Ross is gay. <laughs> it's funny because he's not. You see, you see, the joke here is uh, Monica used to be fat." <laughs> And they, he, like, circles the zones where her fat used to be. <laughs> he draws, like, a silhouette around her. Yeah, like her fat aura. <laughs> that would actually be really entertaining, and I want Netflix to fund that idea. That's not happening. This That's not the idea. This idea is more of, like, uh, you remember those times when you're watching a Netflix show, and you looked away, and something interesting happened? And then you have to try and scroll back. To the yeah. interesting thing that you missed. Well, now you can just instantly replay the scene that you missed because you were busy doing something else because the shows are boring sometimes. <laughs> is is Netflix, like, gonna have, like, robots learn which parts people skip back to? Oh, no. Um, just like, just like Click, starring Adam Sandler. I think Uh-oh. so. I think they're, I mean, uh, Netflix algorithms everything, so I have to assume that they're also going to track what scenes people are, like, rewinding back to. And being like, we need more scenes like this decapitation scene. <laughs> People who watch Netflix with their parents are never going to see a sex scene ever again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how many people are watching sex scenes with their parents on Netflix. Just imagine watching a sex scene with your parents and then skipping back to, to re-watch it. Like, oh, <laughs> imagine, yeah, imagine if you're watching a sex scene with your parents and your dad's like, hmm, let's see that again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> or mom. They could eat, either of them could be into it. That's terrible. I know that feeling sometimes when I'm watching Dragon Ball with my dad. He's like Android 18, so cute, and I just have to go. Uh. Hmm. You don't just agree. <laughs> That's that'd be weird. How, you how just say, you... Here's all you have to say to make this not awkward. You just say yes. <laughs> Does your dad ever go like that? Goku's a strong warrior. <laughs> Yeah. He'd make a great training partner. <laughs> Too bad he's on the side of good. Yeah. And then he he, he has, like, evil... <laughs> and then he blows up, blows up a random city. Yeah. Knuckles. Yeah. Would you team up with your dad if he was evil? No, I would team up with Goku. Well, yeah, but Goku's not there yet. Oh, no. Goku, hurry! <laughs> anyway, uh, this ne- yeah, this Netflix feature is, uh... One that's sort of just going around uh, test in the test phase. It's pretty do much. Really, uh, hmm? Do they really need to make like a whole hog promotion out of this? It's just basically like a, a skip back thing. Well, they're not doing a promotion out of it. It's just something someone noticed. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's similar to the skip intro button, which allows you to skip the intros to uh, TV shows if that's something you're not into. Oh, uh, that's a good button. Wait, so what does this one say? Oh, shit. Go back. It's a, it, it's, it probably says, like, rewind or something. Oh. And it's just always there in the corner of the screen, ruining the image. Yeah, it has a guy shrugging on it. <laughs> they they said, like, like, three different ones that all do the same thing. One says, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> one says, oh, sick. And the other one says, what? Say what? Yeah, 
imagine watching this with like a friend who's really into the thing you're watching and he's like oh did you see that let's go back <laughs> yeah i saw it hold on look at that whoa you can see our tips right there right there you can see arnold's dick <laughs> they said they see you that eyed out but it didn't work <laughs> for it's three too frames, big it's still there it's still there for my three frames look they couldn't get rid of my dick it's too large <laughs> all right so we got that we got arnold schwarzenegger uh impressions out of the way let's move on huh so i think you guys know there are a lot of tv shows yeah more than i can count that's right uh for the past three sorry four years uh, generations the former head of fx john landgraf has been tracking the number of television shows as it has steadily as it has steadily risen and uh, called this phenomena peak TV. Oh, dear. Which is uh, the theory that at some point in the future, he projected it to be, I think, 2019 or 2020, uh, we will reach a moment where there will be a peak of possible television shows on the air. And then we will, of course, uh, fall down from that peak and scale back. There's only so many TV shows underneath the Earth. And we're extracting them more and more each year. Yes, it was yeah, it was kind of like the television version of an inconvenient truth. So um, what you're saying is we're gonna have a massive massive economic downturn. That's the yes. theory, although uh there are other people who say that might not actually be the case given that, you know, T V is like, more and more online. It's like the apocalypse hypothesis that's statistic. Statistically, we're more likely to be living near the end of humanity than the middle before the beginning. Yeah, sure, if you want to get depressing about it. Yeah. So are, I, so are, idea, are ideas a finite resource, or can we build new ones? Ideas? I, I think that yeah. just like people, there's only a finite amount of people, and they only have so much time for television. Yeah, that's, I think, the general gist of the idea. Anyway, this this year, uh, FX, uh, sans John Landgraf, who no longer works there, uh, is compiled the scripted TV programs that uh, happened this year. And uh, we came very close to a soul-draining 500 oh. amounts of television series that were released throughout the wide spectrum of TV shows. Wow, that's a lot of episodes that we didn't do. <laughs> You're you're right, bud. Uh, naturally, the we broad- should do an episode of TV Tuners every hour from now on. Oh God! You're right. For, okay, it's called. Yeah, we're gonna do peak TV Tuners. We'll be one of those daily podcasts, like the one CNET used to have. Yeah, you give us five dollars a month via Patreon, and we do daily episodes. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, anyway, um... How long would it, t- would it take for that to just become incoherent babbling? Uh, we're already almost at that point. Yeah, we're pretty close, so... Two two days? That's not be, bad. I'll just be talking and, like, chanting in satanic verses. By the time we get to Wednesday's episode, it's just Stairmaster going... Anyway, um, of course, the biggest push for television shows came from online streaming services. 
because you know broadcast networks have a schedule they have to follow. Mm. Uh, but they don't have to play by the rules. It's true. They have they offered a record 160 scripted TV shows. Oh dear. Uh, a jump up from last year's, which was 117. Oh gosh, and we can only do theoretically half of those next year. Yeah, we have to pick and choose. To be fair, Netflix Netflix has the bulk of that, obviously. And so many television shows that they release just never get noticed because they're not under the algorithm. They could be releasing a TV show right now and we wouldn't know. They probably are. It's probably like Christmas times with a Z. I have a theory that there's one computer named the algorithm (laughs) that's picking what we're seeing. Oh, I forgot to mention there is an algorithm character in Wreck-It Ralph 2. Is his name Algorithm? No, it's a, like a black lady media. Oh, is that the expert. lady that's voiced by Queen Latifah? Yeah. Nice. It's really unrealistic because she gives Ralph advice on how to get trendy and none of it involves white supremacy or engaging with the alt-right. <laughs> well, yeah, that's not that's not the way to get trendy. That's the way to that's get... That's what like... the algorithm wants. Well, I mean, she's not Twitter. She's just media. Oh, she's like the head of BuzzTube. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds like the worst place to be. Oh, yeah. BuzzTube. It is. Yeah, like Ralph wanders in the comments section and literally gets his spirit broken. Yeah. For a scene. That's fair. Anyway, uh, I can only imagine that this number will increase next year, given that we got like the Disney streaming service coming out and all, a whole bunch of other stuff. And Netflix is probably going to make like 500 new shows. So that 500 number will be uh, overturned come, come 2019. No more TV shows. Soon we will hit kilo shows. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So no now it's time for the year. So now it's time for a new segment. Hit the theme stare. All right. Yeah. Thank you. What's the segment you got here, Keo Rain? Uh, what? This segment is called Gift Machines. So the name of the game here is. You guys are going to tell me a recipient of a present. I'm going to respond with a gift for that person, and then the two of you will determine whether or not you think that gift is a good gift for that person. And then I'll determine if you're right or wrong. Okay, so we tell you someone, and you tell us the gift they get. Yes. Are there any rules for who we can say? No, there are no rules. Jesus. (laughs) Okay, so hear me out here. We get Jesus a really comfy crucifix. Hmm. I'm intrigued. I'm willing to listen to your proposal. Well, so he's comfortable while he's, you know, getting executed. So he's still being nailed to it. Yeah, but it has, like, pillows and cushions, like, all around it, so he's comfy. But he's still, like, you know... Nailed to that crucifix and leaning forward so his lungs are slowly being crushed by its own body weight or something. You don't need to describe it in such detail, but yes. Hmm. What if we got rid of the... 
What if we got rid of the nails? Uh, we could replace him with like fuzzy handcuffs or is something. It, okay, look, I'm I'm done negotiating. You gotta tell me if it's good or bad. Ah, uh, I don't think we should crucify the Son of God again. I think it's good. He really does seem to spend a lot of time up on that cross, if like churches or anything to go by. So why not make it comfy? Yeah, Swanson's right, uh. and he gets the point. Okay. Uh. Uh. Hmm. Donald. <laughs> Pleasance. No. Uh, What's going on? What are you doing? <laughs> are you inventing a person? <laughs> He's currently creating a person in his head. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you want me to make a gift for Donald Pleasance? Abraham Lincoln. Okay, you guys are giving a lot of historical figures. Alright, uh, let's give Abraham Lincoln an iPod Touch. Well, that might break his brain, considering his historical context. Uh, I, want, I, want to, I want you to expand on this. What do you mean expand on it? It's a really simple gift. I, there's not really much to explain. How's he gonna, where's he going to get music for it? Yeah, what songs are on it? Uh... All the latest, all the latest hits. So we're putting like Earl Sweatshirt on this iTunes touch, this, this iPod touch for Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, we're gonna put "This Is America" on it. <laughs> we'll put "Freaking You" on it. Yeah, the latest, <laughs> the latest and greatest. We won't know. <laughs> I'm thinking we're, I'm gonna really emphasize Lincoln Park on on the playlist. Oh yeah. <laughs> We'll put a bunch of J-Rock, like Hedgehella. Uh, Bad. Good or bad? (laughs) I think it's great. You say bad, Swanson? It's a bad gift. Maybe it'll, like, like, save history. Maybe it'll, like, butterfly effect away his assassination. That would change so much. Do you really want (laughs) to... Yes. Well, we would all not exist, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's even better. <laughs> okay. Uh, Swanson, why do you think it's a bad gift? Because it's going to, like, confuse him so much. And also, unlike what Stare is saying, I'm pretty sure it would make his assassination more likely. He has those stupid earbuds in, can't hear anything. <laughs> wait, wait, so he's listening to his iPod app to play? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jackie, this shit's boring. Uh, yeah, okay, well, Jackie, right? I hope so. so. I'm gonna have to actually side with Swanson on this, but not for his reason. I just, well, I mean, the iPod Touch is really outdated. Why would you give someone <laughs> that at this point in time? It's not outdated in 1860. Uh, no, you're just you're just wrong, Stairmaster. Just Swanson gets the point. <laughs> All right, one more, Swanson. Who who's this next? Who's this next gift for? Uh, and it doesn't have to be like a like a proper noun. It can just be like a... iced tea. 
It can be like a grandpa, a nephew, a mom. It can be, it can be that too. Uh, get, Brian. Let's have a gift for Brian De Palma. Uh, your great aunt. Hmm. Okay. Great aunt. An authentic Japanese katana. <laughs> Huh. Well, she is your great aunt. Like you, know, if you said you killed a Japanese soldier and got it from them, she <laughs> would probably be very grateful. Yeah, I'm That's gonna say point. I'm gonna say this is a good gift. Yeah. Okay. So you you guys both got that right. I I intended that yes. to be a good gift. I did it. You got. So I think Swanson wins. I would assume so. I think Swanson won. got all the points, and oh, no. as a result, Stairmaster, guess what? Your guess what list you're going on? The loser list. The naughty list. Oh no! <laughs> and the do not fly list and the terrorist watch list. Oh no! <laughs> There's no like due process. <laughs> wow! How long have we ha- we've had that for? We haven't had that for how long, Stairmaster? Oh, man. Years. Agents. Eons. <laughs> Eva- Evangelions. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's next, folks? Guys? Right. Well, let's have a, let's move on to our next Christmas segment. Uh, let's not hit a theme for it. This one's just called Christmas Guessing Time. Well, is this my segment? No. Oh. Well, my thing's also a guessing thing. Oh, yeah, I guess all of these are guess. Well, Kia's wasn't a guessing game. <laughs> all right. So my segment this this time, uh, our holy trinity of segments. Yes. Uh, you see, because Kia Rain is the father, I'm the son, and Snare is the Holy Spirit. Yes. Uh, I am going to say episodes of television shows that you have to guess. Whether or not they are Christmas episodes or not. Alright. I guess you could say this is a holiday episode of Guess Who's On, or whatever that it's name cr- is. It's Christmas. It's a oh. Christmas episode. Anyway, this first one is called Out of Gas. Uh, that's not a Christmas episode. Come on. Yeah, it's a Christmas episode. They're out of gas for the oven. So they can't cris- cook the Christmas roast. Oh man, that's, he that's, that, that's not how that ruined. works at all. But <laughs> well, who knows how old the show is, Kieran? Or maybe they're out of gas on their Christmas trip or something. I don't think you run out of gas for your oven. Like you say, the gas is out or something. Uh, like the utility company cuts you off. No, you, you just keep your you, bills. You have to pour gas into your oven to get it to work. Who's right, Swanson? Come on, Rupert, motherfucker. Uh, Keel Rain was what was right. This is not a Christmas episode, but it is a very good episode of Firefly. Oh no! Suck it, Stairmaster. I got the point. <laughs> well, what's the next one? All right. So this next one is called Afternoon Delight. Oh, that's not a Christmas one at all. Nobody cares about afternoons on Christmas Day. Well, you know, 
usually Christmas is about the nighttime, so you can see all the shiny lights and stuff. But, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a Christmas episode. Like, afternoon's only like two hours in the wintertime. It depends on when you wake up, but yeah, I guess. Uh, Keoran is right. A Christmas oh. day. Keoran is right yet again. This is the Christmas episode of Arrested Development. Oh, no. In which Michael uh, is mistaken for making a pass at his very young uh, niece. He, he, wa- he, he wasn't, but... Uh, in- <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, he's still gonna die for it. Yeah, he's still gonna be murdered by the townspeople. Alright, let's move on. This next one is called The Constant. That sounds distinctly not Christmas-like. Unless it's like The Constant is Christmas is like this every year. Hmm. I'm gonna go with yes, this is a Christmas episode. I'm gonna say it's not a Christmas episode. It's like a spy thing. And The Constant's like a code name. This is a hard one from you guys. What do you mean? This is this is rough. Keoran's right again. The constant oh. is a is a Christmas episode of Lost in which it flashes for, uh, backwards to Desmond uh, during his time in Christmas Eve. It's also the best episode of the show. Fuck all these shows. They're bad. I'm so powerful at guessing Christmas episodes. This next one is called Dead Dogs and Gym Teachers. Yeah, that's a Christmas episode. I I can easily see tying those subjects into Christmas somehow. Yes. It's not a Christmas episode. Stairmaster's on the board. Yes. This was not a Christmas episode. It was, however, an episode of Freaks and Geeks. Uh Uh-oh. I lost my perfect record. That's right. Stairmaster might be making a comeback. <laughs> How many do we have left? Uh, two. Oh. Maybe I'll maybe I'll have a an, another one thrown in here. We'll see. Anyway, this next one is called "Pretty Pretty Dresses." <laughs> no. Mm, no, that's, that's not a Christmas episode. Oh, a double one. You're both wrong, losers. Oh, no. It's a Christmas episode of King of the Hill. Oh, no. Fuck that guy and his flat ass. Whoa. <laughs> 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 All right. So it's uh, still three to one, Kyorain, as we come into this, this last one here. I'm ready. Are it's you, time. Are you? I don't think you're ready. I don't think I'm ready either. Well, get ready. <gasps> oh. <sighs> this one's called Daybreak. Oh, that's a Christmas episode. That's a Christmas episode. Once again, you're both wrong. It was the series <laughs> finale of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I don't know. Wasn't Battlestar Galactica kind of Christmas themed in general? I mean, it was religious themed, but it wasn't Christmas themed. I don't know. Swanson. Oh, I can celebrate Christmas at some point. Uh, anyway, Keorain wins. 
I'm pretty sure Daybreak is a metaphor for the rebirth of Jesus Christ. I think Daybreak is a song that you listen to when you want the smooth sounds. And folks, if you like that, if you like this... Uh, sorry guys, I went to a zone there. You're gonna love my next segment. The theme zone. Whoa. Let me guess what theme it is. Here's the rules. Contestants will alternate between giving me a theme, and I will reenact that theme with my mouth. And then the other contestant has to guess. Alright, Keo, give me your first theme. Here you go. What's this? Alright. Do 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 This is the MASH theme song. <laughs> That's right! Good job, Swanson. <laughs> right. Is that too easy? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I am a television expert, so it's hard to say. <laughs> Alright, now Swanson will give me his theme. Mine also might be too easy, but we'll see. It better not be Seinfeld. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me change it. <laughs> I want to hear him do the impression, though. All right. This is a bonus round. This is a bonus round. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. Okay, now give me a real so that's home improvement okay i only knew it because you made that noise for the record swanson gave me cheers and frazier before we got to this point all right and uh i guess it's Rain's turn we're tied up right now Uh. <laughs> yeah, did I do bad on that one? <laughs> uh, kinda. Yeah, I have no idea. Swanson, wow. I'm, I'm actually gonna help you out here. They think of how limited I am and what shows I know. This is the break. Like the is this, it's like the Better Call Saul theme song. Yes, he did it. Swanson <laughs> wins. Swanson wins, so we can move on. No, no, no. Hold on. I I have one more here. Oh no. <clears throat> but what if I don't even know it? You definitely know it. Oh no. I have no clue what that is. Think of one of uh, your great. Think of one of one of our favorite shows. Uh, is that supposed to be Breaking Bad? No, it was The Wire. Oh, that was re- that was not very good, Stairmaster. <laughs> I can only re- 
remember that part of the song. It was, I was very deeply embarrassed, actually. Boy, I hope people are still listening. Uh, what a good time. <laughs> Nobody want nothing about that. It's pleasing. Well, I guess uh, I guess I won. If anyone did, <laughs> can there Why really be a winner that's a good idea? in this situation? <laughs> All right. Well, it's the holiday season, and we decided to watch a classic television show <laughs> and the Christmas Christ- episodes that lie therein. <laughs> this uh, this week we watched Night Court. And two Christmas episodes from its nine-season run. <laughs> well, from season four and season nine. That's true, but I mean, it ran nine seasons, so... Oh, yes. The first uh, episode is season five, episode 11, titled Let It Snow. And it does. <laughs> uh, yeah, so before we get that banging theme song, uh, we get everybody in the judge's office... And they're just hanging out. What is this? I thought this was like a cool court show. Yeah. Okay, hold on. The the only impression I had of this show going in was the impression Stare gave me of it, which was that it was some kind of like mythical, really good show. No! (laughs) Yes. It's about court. Putting the chips on the table here, Stare, uh, at the beginning of the month, said we should watch Night Court. And I, I, I said, maybe that would be a good Christmas episode. So then when Christmas rolled around, I had two suggestions for us, which was Night Court or an episode of The X-Files. And we but chose thought, Night Court off of Stare's enthusiasm. I thought the theme song was so cool, and I thought it would be like a cool courtroom show where they do court cases So, wait, you were expecting, night. you were expecting like L.A. Law? Sort like of. A, like, a, like a courtroom drama? Yeah, but a little bit lighthearted, as seen in the saxophones. Not this. <laughs> you weren't expecting a wacky sitcom based off of court shenanigans. Not in our, not in our nation's most hollowed institution. <laughs> <laughs> but see, Stairmaster, that's the whole thing. They're showing you just how broken the system is. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, so this show was a chilling indictment of our legal system? Well, yeah, where else could someone... Be de-thawed in a giant pressure wall and a giant heater <laughs> and a giant homeless person barrel. <laughs> but first, yeah, those barrels designated for homeless people. Let's talk about this fedora. The main lead of the show is wearing the judge. Yes, Harry Anderson, rest in peace. Yes. Oh, he oh, died no. the, earlier this year. Anyway, um, yes, he wears hats all the time. I mean, not in court, but he does wear them outside of it. Why doesn't he wear them in court? That would be a lot more stylish. That would be a flex. Actually, was he? <laughs> he I think he was wearing one in court at the end, wasn't he? Uh, well, in the end of the episode? Yeah, because he has the little thing under his hat. Uh, oh, yeah! Well, that was court was dismissed. That's true. Yeah, so okay, it's fine. On account of Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, for some reason they're pl- they're they're having night court on like Christmas Eve, <laughs> and well, uh, the law crimes. never rests, Swanson. Yeah, that's what they say. And uh, yeah, the uh, one of the prosecutors, the the lady prosecutor, comes. No, that's, in, she's a public defender. Oh, sorry. One of the lady public the, the lady public defender 
who is the female thing. She shows up and uh, gives presents, and they're bad presents, guys. <laughs> One of them's a cozy for a gavel. Yes, it's, uh, you know, to keep the gavel warm. <laughs> but later he tries to use it to keep something else warm. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, His dick. <laughs> you, know, you know how dicks be cold. <laughs> Look at him, he laughing, he laughing because he know. <laughs> My man. Um, so we get... Uh, I am laughing, yes. We get and a couple get... jokes about how cold it is in the place, and he has to call in the maintenance guy to talk about uh, Bang and the Bertha. The furnace. Which the is the furnace. Yes, he had sex with the furnace to get it to work right. Which, yeah, I mean, that's how it works, right? That's how you yeah, do but it. He, yeah, but later he will fail to please the furnace. Which, in, which infuriates it even more. <laughs> it will enact this terrible toll on this courthouse. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the jokes come fast. Why does fast. this court have so much sexual energy? That's the well, question. It's night court. Yeah, so everything <laughs> you is... Can't, you can't fuck during the day in the courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> but at night, at night you can fuck anytime you want. Would we say this show has... <laughs> would we say this show has big dick energy? Oh, uh, no. No, there's not... No. Okay. I think medium dick, dick energy, energy. Is sort of like a, it's like a good thing. And that prosecutor character what, is a uh, big negative. John Larroquette? Like, yes, he's a big void of negative space. Yeah. He's, he's, the all darkest. Of, he's all of the worst things. The worst humanity has to offer. Uh, the jokes come super fast on this show. We're getting like laugh tracks every five or seven seconds. Yeah, the people can't stop laughing. Anyway, we also get introduced to the bailiff, who seems like he's slightly on the spectrum. Yeah, uh, he's the guy who voiced Two-Face in the Batman animated series. Wow! Uh, he's done a lot of voice acting. His yeah. name is appar- apparently Aristotle Nostradamus. I think, that's a, I think that's a gag, like a gag they do on the show where everyone calls him Bull, but his real name is like <laughs> Aristotle. Anyway, he's called Bull presumably because he's like six foot eight. Yes. And anyway, you know, that's pretty yeah. tall. He's but I've seen taller. We learn a lot about his family life. And his mom. His who, mom is a skipper. On a garbage scowl. <laughs> um and yeah, he uh he gets a present that is similar to the present that the uh I don't know what he is. The what's the guy who ga- who gives the cases to the the judge? There's a county clerk. I, I guess that's what clerk. I guess that's what uh, Mac. I think is his name. Yes. that's what he is. Charles Robinson. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, he yeah he uh, he gets a ornament. I guess that looks like it's made of like plaster. Because oh is. yeah, the gingerbread man. That's what Bull mistakes it for, and we get these really loud <laughs> crunching sound effects. <laughs> yeah. Just total upper palate destruction. Yeah, but he seems like, fine. Like, he takes a bite out of that thing so fast, it's I unbelievable. Traumatic flashbacks to that one Onion series, Porkin' Across America. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Swanson, did you ever see that? No. <laughs> With the Onion news guy, he's going to all these bacon places, and gradually he becomes more and more of a pig man. Oh no! Humanity. <laughs> there's, there's this really like awful it's like a scene. Steven Soderbergh thing. He's like hastily eating a pork sandwich he put together, and there's a bone in one of them. And he bites and he just, down too hard and has to get his upper palate replaced with a pig one. 
I don't like this. Uh, we thought it was going to just be a fun little show, but it became like this horrible, awful nightmare that would not yeah. end. At the end, he's just living in a pig pen, and one of his co-workers, co-anchors, does a featurette about this horrifying pig man without recognizing him. You know, sometimes the onion does bad. <laughs> yeah, it's no Dr. Good. <laughs> anyway, um, so we get the cool theme song. And da, da, da. yeah, <laughs> and uh, then we get back to the the courts in session. Mac is making a train set for his infant daughter, and the judge has his mistletoe scheme going on. And I think he was genuinely trying to kiss the black guy. You think he was genuinely trying to kiss him? Yes. Yeah, sure. Why not? Like he was checking the interest, and then he was like quickly pulled away like oh oh yeah 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 i'm just joking bro i am kind of surprised that for a uh, mid-80s television show they actually had an interracial couple yeah but they're both non-white that's so a good okay. thing <laughs> it's okay by hollywood standards yeah mr hollywood just gave a thumbs up <laughs> he said oh that sounds fine by me as long as no white people are sullying their race that's mr hollywood's voice uh, <laughs> anyway, there are, the, the jokes get real horny in this one, folks. Oh, yeah, considering. There's just horny jokes what, left and right. <laughs> nothing is, there's no, nothing unhorned. Well, let's get into the case. The plaintiff is a prostitute and her pimp. Yeah. And we and get accused it's a Santa. A New York Santa. Just, hey, New York, New York Santa. Hey, what's hey. up? Hey, I'm Santa here. Hey, this show I'm really likes here. putting... Santa's as part of the as part of the case, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. There's a there's a little joke with a kid who's like they have to they have to talk in only euphemisms because this kid is here and they why can't. Why did they bring the kid there to the Santa beating up a prostitute? Yeah, why couldn't they have just had the parent there and not the kid? Because the parent because also the- saw this. <laughs> they don't even actually get a testimony from the kid. Yeah, they only get the testimony from the parent. It would have been great if at the end the kid was just like, Oh, so Santa was banging that lady. And he didn't want to pay. <laughs> so he went at her with a brick. Anyway, yeah, Santa gets Santa got uh, into an altercation with a pimp yeah. after having sex with the lady. Uh, we get a lot of we get a lot of yeah. fun prostitute jokes because <laughs> sex work is funny. In real life, that Santa would just be like lying on the floor with his face broken, probably. Yeah, but this or is dead. this is the fun wacky times of night court. Yeah, things are different in in the night Anyways, court world. Pimps just kind of have like a weak around. scuffle with you. Yeah. And then take you to court afterwards. Pimps are just like vaguely uh, like white guys with open shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and and then the prosecutor comes in, and boy, this guy. Dan Fielding? Yes. Played by John Larroquette. This guy. This guy. Yeah, he comes in doing a bad Jamaican accent, so already strike one. Whoa. Uh, got like this total vape, vapor head. Yeah. And he comes in and he's uh, he gives her their uh, clothes, their the clothes they packed, which is just a pharmacy bag, presumably full of condoms. I thought that was like actual drugs. I couldn't tell if it was cocaine or 
cocaine that he bought at the pharmacy? <laughs> well, something you would get high off of. Maybe Valium? Pharmacy Coke. Oh, maybe like, what's it, what are those called? The ones that rich people like? PCP at the pharmacy. <laughs> yes, PCP, Keo. That's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> well, yeah. Keo, you, you'd never gone into the pharmacy and said, give me one PCP, please. I don't know. Yeah, I think everyone here has. I would like some PCP, please. And they say, oh, yes, coming right up. We don't even need Quaaludes. a prescription. It was probably like Quaaludes. But so he was gonna, he was gonna be... drug her? No, they were gonna do drugs together. Did or they maybe... just have Quaaludes over the counter back then? They sure I mean, don't. Like... My other theory was that they were dick pills. Oh, well, I mean, I thought the easiest gag and the gag that they were making was that there were condoms. Why would you need to go to the pharmacy to get condoms? Well, it's the easiest place to find them. Hmm. I guess in the 80s, you're right. I mean, yeah, this was this was the height of Reagan. Con- <laughs> condom it was, wars. Yeah, it was the condom wars. <laughs> the Iran condom scandal. <laughs> oh, God. I can't tell if that was the dumbest joke or the best one. <laughs> it, why can't it be both? Malatoya bust a nut. Sorry. So yeah, John Larroquette can uh, scums it up. He uh, makes a lot of dirty jokes. Man, there's just so many horny jokes in this one. At, at this point, at this point, the bailiff just runs off, and I'm pretty sure that's supposed to shut down the courtroom if you don't get a bailiff. Yeah, well, he runs off because his uh, his mom is like trapped or something, right? There's a storm brewing, and his mom is like stuck. All I know, is she's got a peg leg and a parrot on her shoulder. <laughs> That is information that we are given. I thought it was an owl. It is an owl, I think. Yeah, and then at ten minutes in, we're revealed that this is a trapped in the freezer episode. Yeah, they uh, they get stuck in the court because uh, of the snow, and also the heater breaks after Bertha has been has not been banged sufficiently. <laughs> oh, the maintenance guy nutted too early. Yeah, and yes, yeah, and, and Bertha did not really... get the finish. It gets really dark as it shows, like, all of the people in the building gradually freeze to death. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, we're like... into Lord of the Flies territory here. Yeah, we get in there and uh, John Larroquette is just eating is just eating the judge. Oh, no. And he said, I, I had to for warmth. <laughs> they make an idol out of the model train set. <laughs> um, anyway, instead what we get is everybody sort of... Uh, being kind of cold yeah, yeah. And, uh, the judge putting the cozy on a stick the, well yeah everyone starts getting cold and they throw stuff into a fire which somehow doesn't set off the sprinklers they got this barrel where did they get this barrel from they have a homeless barrel that they're just making a fire in and it's <laughs> like, not setting off sprinklers <laughs> why well, Why is 80s. this man concerned about his penis being cold <laughs> it's his most vital part that's a joke is he trying to achieve boner? <laughs> yes. Yes. He's afraid that his uh, his his thing will fall off. Are you trying to achieve erection? <laughs> Let me help you. Anyway, yeah. So that is get... what he said. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Eventually, uh, they find Bull, who had uh, tried to uh, leave through the snowstorm and got stuck in it. And, and he's frozen! 
He's frozen solid. And this just goes straight into, like, cartoon territory all of a sudden. <laughs> but, they, but they, unfortunately, they could not afford the budget to put him in a cube of ice. Yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> He's just in a straight cube of ice. Yeah. No, instead they yeah, put I like he icicles actually just on died him when they showed him frozen like that. Yeah, you thought the show just actually murdered a cast member? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I didn't know how ambitious this show was. Yeah. Fair. Uh, instead, they stick him in the uh, water heater from the or like the the fire barrel. No, like it's the, the heater. Barrel. It's the heater. It's from the heater. They say it's from the heater. Yeah. And they start a fire under it, and they have to use the train set as a heat conductor for some reason. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, I thought they just had a barrel there for no reason. Well, they were doing stuff from the train set because uh, someone says something about Mac's uh, C-plot that doesn't actually end as I have an ending. <laughs> I just forgot. He wanted to get his kid, a, his baby, a train set. I guess the ending of the C-plot is that it uh, helps... The model... The A and B plot happens. Shrug. Um, I think the end of the C plot is how the wife of the says at the end that the child likes being in the courthouse at the end for no apparent reason. Sure. I mean, this episode is uh, a a weird mishmash of stuff. (laughs) It's a fever dream. In a way, yes. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they they warm up Bull by cooking him, essentially. And Which, then they get the prostitute to give him mouth to mouth. And guess how many jokes they make about that? Uh, approximately At least 30. five. <laughs> and these jokes are horny. At one point, the prosecutor does try to solicit her services. Because, yeah, he's a scum. <laughs> I just like the idea of, of having people openly admit crimes in a courtroom and just no one cares. <laughs> What, like the time where the guy admits that he's used, he does bank heists on the side? Who's going to arrest that prosecutor? Who's no. going to arrest that prosecutor? Yeah. Who's going to prosecute him? <laughs> you can't prosecute me. I'm the prosecutor. That's what they always say. He'll handle his own case and say there was no crime involved. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so eventually Bull uh, awakens and the people, the, the fire marshals... The firefighters come and they're like, Christmas Christmas is saved. New York is no longer a hellscape. <laughs> yeah. And the pimp and the prostitutes stick around because they don't have functional social lives. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, everybody wants to stay in a courthouse on Christmas Eve. And then uh, the bailiff gets a gift from his mother who has to stay on her boat because she's needed in the Persian Gulf. A little historical reference to the ongoing tanker war in the mid-80s between Iran and Iraq. Oh, uh, weird. Okay. So yeah. his, his mom was fighting? No, she was just towing a tanker. Oh. Presumably struck an Iranian mine or hit by a missile. The more you know. <laughs> this resulted in such incidents as the uh, missile attack on the USS Stark... And the USS Samuel Roberts hitting a mine the year after in 1987. Named for Tony Stark? No. Oh. All right. Uh, so, yeah, he gets live bait and it falls in his little tank and uh, he swings. He freaks out and gets out. And then horny prosecutor's like, I'm next. And he, yes, he wants to perform some dark, dark rituals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wants to have sex with that live bait. Um, Yikes. 
yeah, so then we get the end, which for some reason involves uh, sexual Jeez. tension between the male lead and the female lead, despite none of that oh. being ha- being present previously. He takes off its hat, and there's a spring-loaded mistletoe. Yeah, there's just, like, spring-loaded... Uh, like, what? What is this prank that he's pulling? And then they neck, and it freeze-frames. Season's greetings. That's yeah, not a it, prank, that's a sex move. I, some would say that's sexual assault. Um. It's sexual mischief. Mischief. <laughs> I'm just a sexual prankster. It's a little just, sex prank. I'm just a little horny clown. <laughs> I'm a slutty, slutty gesture. I'm just a horny, sad little clown boy. I'm just a big, wet town oaf. Spank me with a big pin, a big rolling pin. <laughs> uh, anyway. So I'm going to read that episode out of Christmas trees. Yes, out of Christmas trees. I would write. I would rate it uh, three Christmas trees out of five. I'd rate it a handful of pine needles out of five. I would, two, I would rate it two and a half Christmas trees. It's kind of a mess, but it's most. But there are there are a couple funny gags in there. I think the main problem this show had is that it overused the laugh track way too much. <laughs> There's so much laugh track. And it got very, it broke from reality pretty hard in that third act for a show about a courthouse. Well, well I mean, with a man being completely frozen and not dying. I thought, I, I don't know, maybe it's because I at least tangentially know about this show, despite having never seen a whole bunch of episodes. But like, I was not expecting a realistic courtroom <laughs> setting. With night I court. was. I was expecting that bailiff to like chase someone and have to throw a baton at their legs to stop them from escaping. <laughs> no, night court is like the '80s version I'd... of Thirty Rock. Well, we know now. And we do they know. have a show about a bailiff who has to do like crazy stuff in the courtroom? Because I want to sure. see that show, Crazy I'm Bailiff. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we watched another episode since it was only 22 minutes long. Yeah, we got another episode closer to the end of the show's run. At this point, you can tell everyone is weathered and older. Yes. Give us the episode number. No. Come on. Why? Uh, it's nine eleven. Yes! Season 9, episode 11. The final season. Yeah, and the final Christmas. Uh, yeah, it's called Santa on the Lamb. Which we don't actually get, technically. No. Uh, I could have easily guessed that as a Christmas episode. We get every character. Uh, we get every character sitting in the cafeteria. Just like having a ca- having a goal gag of fun. They're, uh, yeah, all, the they're all telling jokes. The prosecutor is trying to sexually assault the lady, the public defender. And it turns out that the bailiff's mom is now commanding an oil tanker. Yeah, how things have changed. And also, the uh, female prosecutor is... A public uh, defendant. the public defendant has a kid, which has also oh. changed. I assume. I don't know. <laughs> mm. She didn't seem very interested in giving a gift to a kid last time. I don't know. And also, I'm pretty sure they say the kid is like only one or two. <laughs> so math would dictate that it happened at some point in between these two episodes. <laughs> Anyways, we got like a Christmas party going. Yeah, they have, uh, and they're doing like a, a secret Santa type of deal, but they all have John Larroquette's name in it. 
literally the worst human being. <laughs> only gonna get worse this episode. Um, so, I have no yeah. idea who that is, really. He's the he's the swarmy defender guy. Give him another roll. Swanson. He's the guy who he's the guy who Santa almost kills. No, no, no. He's on. Uh, he played uh, John Larroquette in Arrested Development. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, he played himself. <laughs> uh, he played a guy in Law and Order. Special victim. Come on. All these are terrible. This is like his famous role, Kieran. Yeah, talk oh, show. Oh, man. Oh, no, wait. He, he had a sitcom of his own. Yeah. The yeah, John Lerquette show? Yes. I mean, unless you count Meatballs Part 2. Ooh. He was in oh, Star I know Trek. that. <laughs> he was in Star Trek 3, The Search for Spock. He was wait, the bad Spock guy in Richie Rich. How does Spock go missing? He's usually so thoughtful and logical. He's not gonna, he's not gonna run off somewhere. He was in the Twilight Zone movie as a man named KKK. <laughs> as helicopter. <laughs> um, this is quite a filmography for this individual. He was in JFK. He was. He played. He was narrator in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh man. What do you even say about about what's going on in that movie? These chainsaws, they commit a massacre. And, well, this is Texas. That was it. That's all he said. Leather faces, disgusting exterior represents the horrors within the human soul. Uh, don't you love that John Larroquette voice? <laughs> Anyways, we get introduced to like the C-plot of the shy lady who doesn't want to go home to Milwaukee. Yeah, and uh, the judge is, like, really rude about it. He's like, what a boring woman. I hate her. And yeah, he pushes her off on some other public defender. Yeah. But uh, she still hangs around him for most of the time. Okay, so they got one last case to handle. And oh boy, this is some topical stuff. <laughs> yeah, topical for the 80s, I guess. Topical for today. Is it? Yes. Automation is a serious problem today, Swanson. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. Everyone's losing their jobs from algorithms and an uncaring system, man. Uh, what are you talking about? There's a giant computer literally watching us right now and telling us what to say. <laughs> That's always yeah, there. It's always been there. It never has it not been there. Yeah, but one of these days it's going to do something. Like? Replace us. Nah, they'll always have a need for podcasting. They hooked up speakers to it last week. Ah, it'll be fine. (laughs) You guys worry too much. Anyway, um, yeah, they... Hey guys, it it turns out I'm, I'm I'm apparently fired. What? Yeah, I have to have to leave forever now. But wait, how are you gonna have three co- three hosts if you're? Ah, uh, I don't know. There's some kind of replacement coming in. I don't know who. Oh, whoa! That must have been the Keo clone I ordered. No, I don't think we're allowed to have clones on the show. No, you see, it's an automated robot of Keo Ren. Oh, the Keo Ren clone. Hey guys, it's me. 
the real uh, non-clone version of Keo. Yeah, see? Wow, it sounds just like him. Yeah, it's great. Now let's enjoy this podcast. Let's. Anyway, I love it. Yeah, it talks about, it's uh, the, the Santa who used to work at the mall uh, has been fired, apparently on Christmas Eve. I guess the machine didn't start working until then. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, I think they just timed it really spitefully or something. Like, he was working, was was he working the entire year? And then they were like, ah, sorry, Santa, you gotta go, yeah. and the machine came in. This machine, we gotta talk about, like, apparently it takes kids' money from them after hearing their Christmas wishes. Uh, no, because kids don't have money lying around on them. Well, the parents. parents It takes, it bills the parents, it takes the kids' order and then bills the parents for what they want. This is sort of like Alexa, isn't it? In a weird way, yeah. Do you think Jeff Bezos watched this episode and said, I have an idea. I've got the biggest erection right now. <laughs> do, 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 so do, the, do, the question is here, were kids supposed to be fooled into thinking that that machine was actually Santa? Or was the facade supposed to be just gone? Yeah, we never was, see the Santa robot, so I don't know. Maybe it was like, I, I put down in my notes, Santa Terminator. <laughs> Get down. I mean, it's it sounded to me like it looked not, it, it didn't even have hair on its beard because it's it said he broke it off with a golf club. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> I am the Santa Terminator. I am programmed only to take your wishes. I I do not grant your wishes. I only take. I have them. a naughty list and everyone's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Who is nice? Nobody. <laughs> I'm having a good laugh with my two friends. Uh, <laughs> what a human thing to say. How I feel warm right now. Anyway, uh, so this Santa, this human Santa goes on a yeah. a mission, uh, or goes on a rant about machines taking jobs. Luckily, this was not a thing that was happening in the America, America in the 1980s. No, it's, it was fine. It was, why, why, this isn't a big deal. It's This was the golden age of Reagan. Yeah. Where everybody had jobs. The middle class was thriving. And the lower class was not talked about. (laughs) There weren't literally pandemics killing people on the street or anything. That, no, what? No. That's not a thing. The presidency of Ronald Reagan began on January 20, 1981. Yes, correct. You're right, Keo. Man, I like these facts. Yes, and it ended on January 20, 1989, that meaning that he had two years as president. I mean, two terms as president. That's a, yeah, that's right. That's a weird Anyways, factual the miserror. The prosecutor got a real stick up his ass about this and wanted to put the guy in jail. Yeah, he's the ultimate yuppie, so he's all about... He's a fucking, he's a fucking bootlicker. He's all about machines taking jobs. He was... Shockingly adamant about locking up Santa Claus for attacking we, a machine. We must protect private property. Yeah, he's real into uh, pe- he's real into uh, corporate corporations as people. And I think he didn't go far enough. I think he should have asked for this man to be executed for attacking that defenseless machine. 
I mean, may- maybe Keo. I mean, that seems a little odd. Well, you know, the thing is, he would have to get the jury to agree. You think, I don't think the you don't I don't think, think the jury would go for a death sentence now. Juries are fallible; they make mistakes. Hmm. Uh, I mean, technically, you're right. That's passionate. So yeah, later the Christmas party happens, and uh, this was we back in. Se- hmm? We got a sexy black Santa. Yeah, we Mac is Santa Claus, and he's like, uh, I don't want to be Santa because this uh, beard itches. <laughs> a sexy African American Santa Claus. And this fat white lady sexually assaults him. Yeah, followed There's by a lot of sexual uh, assault in this show. Why? Oh, seriously, why is this show so full of sexual energy? I, it was the eighties. The most surprising... Yeah. Oh, everything was in the 80s? Well, no, but... Yeah, yeah, this show is real sex... This this show is real horny, guys. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this show to be so horny. It's probably anyway. the last show I would have expected to be this horny. Yeah. Like I said, it's nighttime. This came on in between like co- the Cosby show and Cheers. Oh, no. No wonder it was so horny. <laughs> it had to bridge the gap. Between the, the the wholesome the quote unquote wholesomeness of the Cosby Show and the and the straight r- balls to walls action horn dog of the Cheers. I was yeah. I don't think Cheers was that horny, was it? You don't remember the episode where Ted Danson shows his full erect penis? <laughs> no, I don't. How big was it? Surprisingly huge. That was a hashtag show me that dick dong moment. <laughs> Wow, this see this pro this uh, Kaoing clone is programmed to use the hashtags that it thinks will be most uh, beneficial for the podcast. Hashtag replace Swanson. Hashtag replace Stairmaster. No, not me. What? Those I was just po- using the most relevant hashtags. This is the only thing I have in my life. That's yeah. I mean, sure. Don't worry, you're not slated for a replacement for another two years. Oh, okay. Anyways, there's another teenager. It's like this Chris Farrell-looking dude. Chris Farley? Chris Farley! Yes, I was wondering that all day. Uh, yeah, and he... Why didn't you use Google.com to research this query? What was the name of that guy who hung out with Adam Sandler in the early 90s? David Spade. Oh, no! (laughs) Rob Schneider. Oh, no! Chris Rock? Uh, well, Computerized oh, no. algorithms can provide answers to questions that you never expected. Chris Rock's kind of a bad boy now. He's getting me too, isn't he? Uh, I don't... Uh, sure, let's just assume so. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, this was back in the day when a uh, attractive woman would walk on to screen and the studio audience would just whoop and holler. Ooh. They would just go, hoo, 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 hoo. Like a bunch of cavemen. Uh, so that happens <laughs> when Dan's uh, date of the week shows Mistress. up. <laughs> sure. Uh, she shows up and she's like, hi, I'm sexy. And he's like, I know. Hey, when did baby, that stop being okay to do, to do for women on television? Uh, when did Married with Children end? 1998? No, later. 2004. Wow, they really took a long time to get over that. Later, probably. Uh, 2008. Really? 
I want to say like 2005 is probably the latest. Is probably like the earliest it stopped. Oh my god. I feel like I guarantee you if I haven't watched an episode, but I guarantee. Well, no, yeah, I haven't. I guarantee you if two two and a half men had at least one episode where a hot lady walked in and someone and everyone was like, "Woo! Wow! Wow! Yes. Human advancement moves at such a snail's pace." Uh, yeah, that's one way of putting it, Keo Rain. Anyway, this Santa kicks ass. Oh yeah, he breaks out of the cell. Grabs the bailiff's gun. Yeah. And holds the and holds the prosecutor up hostage. Now this is the kind of action we wanted from Night Court all along. Yeah, and he's got this he's just got this manifesto. Imagine if this were a drama series though, where like the 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 Santa would be holding him hostage and then we would get like the the uh music would kick back in for a little bit of like and then it cut the commercial. <laughs> yeah, and the judge had to talk the police out of gunning him down. Yeah. Oh, I wish that the Santa had killed him. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, this Santa, um, this Santa kicks ass. He's got a gun. He's like, I ain't afraid to use it. This world is a cesspool now. We get a good gag where Bull comes in and he's looking for tickets for his like C plot, um, where his C plot, where his wife, because apparently he's married at this point, uh, or booked like twenty three different. Uh, trips they have to take in a day in a day's worth of time. So he's like, looking that for be its own episode. Yeah, that seems more interesting. Um, so he ta- he's looking for the train schedule, and uh, the entire time John Larroquette's like, "What about what about under Santa's gun? He has a I'm, gun. His gun I'm being held hostage. And, I'm under duress." And like Bold looks under his guns, like, "Oh yeah, there it is," and he stops. Please call the police he stops and he's like wait a minute merry christmas everybody and then he leaves it's a good gag uh, uh, yeah. yeah that was that was good um anyway the santa continues to uh rant and rave and, and then, yeah yeah preach it brother this is tea and then dan is uh john larrakut gives a bad speech about how times just times are changing you gotta get with the times old man they're not good or bad. They're just different. Fuck you. Yes, they're bad. And uh, the the guy uh, understandably gets depressed about it and uh, he decides he's going to jump off the roof. Yeah. And for some reason, Dan is shocked about this. <laughs> yeah. He, he, with no he's shocked that he took the, the, the man who was resorted to after losing his job as the mall Santa Claus, punching <laughs> the robot Santa Claus, would, would be uh, distraught, so distraught to... Turn to suicide. <laughs> so yeah, he attempts one. to bring him back to the holiday cheer by introducing him to the denizens of the night court. This is like a really stupid version of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Also, like at Christmas one point, Carol. at one point, the uh, the Santa says that what we uh, something about needing a human Santa Claus, which I thought a weird line, uh, given that Santa Claus is technically not a human. <laughs> At this point, Santa has to be like some sort of immortal he being. He has been bitten by the Christ. <laughs> yeah, at some point, at this point, Santa has to be become some sort of Arctic monster. Oh, who just yes. like Santa Claus has definitely overcome all human limitations He's and like become an some kind of pseudo deity. Yes, yes, exactly. 
Anyway, um, yeah, he shows he tries to teach the Santa the meaning of Christmas by taking him to the Christmas party where everyone's being a complete idiot. Yeah, uh, Mac is oh. Mac has had enough of all of the terrible people he's had to deal with, so he's ranting. Um, he leaves. He yeah. storms off. Oh, and the Christmas carolers. We forgot to talk about the best part of the episode. The Christmas carolers with the uh, guy who just breaks in scat singing. Yeah. And the who's apparent must be famous. I don't know who it is, but I don't know. But it brought me to tears. This pure moment of joy, <laughs> passion. Uh, yeah, and the female bailiff is uh, reaming them out for not being good enough. It's a fun gag. Do you know the Do you know the backstory behind her being casted? Uh, the other two died. Yes. Yeah, they had two ba- season one. They had one bailiff who died, and the second, I think the next the next two seasons had a different one who also died. Because they were old. They were like old ladies. Yeah. yeah. So they cast this what lady. What a show. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, so they... Uh, she. Yeah, there's a gag where she uh, has enough with their horrible singing and flips out. Um, yeah. Harry has to deal with this really horny lady uh, who... After the shy drinking... lady. Hmm? The shy lady. Yeah, who... I detected too many uses of the word horny... This podcast is now demonetized. What? Whoa! Oh no! Uh, what's the opposite of horny? Hey, Stare, can we talk for a second? Try to use the word sexually explicit or sexually charged instead of horny. Okay, I thought this was going to be a good idea, but we need to do something about this Keoran robot. He's, yeah, he's ruining my buzz. Yeah. My podcasting buzz. I was super horny, and now I'm not. Yeah. I mean, sorry, sexually. Let's just. I'm just gonna say horny. Yeah. Every time I close my eyes. Yeah, I was waking up so horny. Yeah. What do we? What should we do? What if we? Look, you see that giant like thing on its back? I think it's like its power source. Oh, we could hit that with a tire iron. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna distract him, and you hit it. You guys okay, okay over there? Yeah, yeah, We're totally fine. Okay. Just having a conversation about the podcast before we record again. Okay, so I hit him. Yeah, you hit you distract him. Yeah, you hit him from the back, and I'll distract him. Are you conspiring yeah. against me over there? No, We're no, just no. we're having fun talks. Should we have a code word? <laughs> Santa. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go get some uh, non-alcoholic beverages. Good. Okay. From the garage. That seems like a fun time. So, Kieran, how's your life going? My life? Yes, very good. Very good, Swanson. How is your life? My life has been uh, fine. It's been a good time. So, while our friend is retrieving some refreshments, let's continue discussing Night Court. Yeah, let's talk about Santa. Is he is he down? I he didn't appear to be moving. Alright, what happened to Keo? He call, left, remember? Call, call Keo. Bring tell him tell him to bring tell him the podcast is back. He's rehiring him. Ring ring ring. Hey Keo, are you there? Oh he's not picking up. Oh no, it's just answering. It I went straight to voicemail. <laughs> yep. I guess we gotta do this episode without him. Oh, well. 
Anyway, yeah, the shy lady got drunk and now wants to go to fuck town. Yeah, she wants to horn in on this guy real good. And um, maybe she maybe you should try calling Kia one more time. Ring, 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 ring. Wow! What? Hey, <laughs> Kia, it's me. We killed the robot. You're back on the show. Oh. Okay, I'll I'll be right back down. I'm just I'm just like upstairs in the attic. Oh. All right. Oh man, I'm glad we got that on recording. So yeah, uh, he he, Harry is uh, has has to deal with this horny lady who drank like one eggnog and has loosened up. She wore glasses, so she was a virgin for forty years or something like that. Yeah, and now that she's uh, four millennia. And now that, now that she's taken off her glasses, she's uh, suddenly hot. I she's like ready for sex right there on the spot. Oh, hey, Kia's back. Yeah, she wants to fuck in this horny courthouse. Yeah, and she's like trying to take off Harry's clothes. And he's like, ugh. Everyone else is, everyone else is just annoyed by this. They don't <laughs> yeah, they're, only, they're just like annoyed and like vaguely disgusted. There's a good gag where she's like rubbing him and like talking dirty to him. And he's like, oh, she's just from Montana. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. And, uh... Yeah, that's how they act down there, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you ever been to Milwaukee? Don't no. think so. Uh, actually, I have. Is that, oh. like, is that how they act? They talk like people in Chicago. Oh, hey, how are you? Let me fill you yes, up exactly. here. How's your yeah. dick doing today? Yeah, exactly. You got an... Oh, oh yeah. I guess Gio's right, after all. <laughs> Oh, I'm getting real horny today, yeah. Oh gosh, gotta get some fuck on. (laughs) I've been perfectly calibrated for humor. (laughs) What? What? Huh? Okay. Um, That was weird. So yeah, uh, he he fails in his mission to give the to give him the meaning of Christmas, and I guess he resigns himself to Santa's fate. I don't know. Oh, no. He's just like, well, I guess you're going to go kill yourself now. And for some reason, Which Santa... Which is honestly the right choice. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's He's a shocking pro-suicide stance from He's Stairmaster. He's not going to retire. Uh, yeah, I like this pro-suicide stance by Stairmaster he can, here. He can either throw himself off the roof or die on the streets. That's how America works, you guys. Um. So, yeah, he... He, uh, the, the Santa, for some reason, has been brightened by Dan trying to be, like, less of an asshole. Do you think he's gonna get a fucking pension for being a mole Santa? I don't think so. So, uh, the true meaning of Christmas is revealed, which is that, uh... He should have shot that prosecutor, and then himself, and then everyone else in that courthouse. Just How do you do it down. in that order? <laughs> <laughs> His ghost comes back, Keorain, with a gun and murders everyone. It's foolproof. That way, when your ghost comes back, there's no killing a ghost. You're right. That's good praxis. What was I thinking? Yeah. That's a real Holy Spirit, as in it puts holes in people. 
Yes. And, yeah, and the true meaning of Christmas is revealed, which is that uh, even the worst of people can be good on Christmas? Question, question, question. Even the worst person can have the Christmas spirit inside of them. This guy's problems aren't solved at all. All he did was make some stupid speech. And then he goes back to living his terrible life. Yes. Both of them, because Dan immediately has sex with this lady at the end. She does not deserve that fuck. Take it away from him. That's what the Red Hot Chili Peppers sang about. Yes. Take it away now. <laughs> Sorry, it's oh, give I it thought, away now. I thought you were referencing the famous song, Earn That Sex. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's off of one of their later albums, so people know that fuck a little that less. Fuck that sucker to death. Come on now. Fuck that sucker to death. Is that how that goes? I think so. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's the end of that episode, and it's also a bad one. <laughs> what would you rate this episode out of Christmas trees? One. Yeah, I'd give it a one and a half, because there were some good jokes. I'd rate it one wobbly stand. The only, is, I think the only good portion of this is agi- agitate, agiprop. Is this better? Anarchist revolution. Is this better than, wait, hold on. Is one wobbly stand better than a couple of pine needles, KRN? Uh, I, I, I mean. More productive labor it's got into making the stand. There's pros and cons to each one. At least the wobbly stand is somewhat functional, but it doesn't have that great smell the pine needles have, so who knows? Oh! Mm, true. Final thoughts on Night Court? Tune out. That's my final thought. Okay, that's not what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you're going to get. Uh, it's not at all what I expected, and it's... it's I don't know. It was just kind of kind of there, really. Yeah, this is a very uh, wacky show, which I knew going in because I've I have seen bits and pieces of this show, uh, but I wasn't expecting like weird tonal differences. Also, I expect- yeah, I wanted adventure. <laughs> I wanted battles between good and evil. Oh, okay, Stair, calm Court down. evil. It was the '80s, Stairmaster. There was no good and evil. You're right. Um, just evil. There was some, there's some super horny jokes. I wasn't expecting the horniness to be so present. Totally inappropriate for Christmas. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, that's a tune out. Jesus wept. Unless Keo has some shocking news that he's going to give us. <clears throat> that's a tune out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a tune out for Night Court, at least for Christmas episodes. Uh, and yeah, that'll about do it for this week's episode. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, if you have any quips, comments, questions, foresights, or otherwise, send them to us at tvtunerspodcast at gmail.com. What's that email, Keo Rain? Ooh, you put me on the spot there, Swanson. I think it's like ttuner at yahoo.gmail.net. That's right. And we're on uh, Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Jesse Swanson. And you can find me at Stirmaster 2. Uh, you can find me at Real Keo Rain. And you can find the show at TV Tuners. You can also use the TV Tuners hashtag and we'll give a glance at what you're saying. 
can also find the show on uh, all the podcatchers of your choice. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, and more. Be sure to leave a review. It really helps the podcast get noticed, and uh, we appreciate it. Send cash. Send cash to sleebies.com. <laughs> and uh, as always, we'll be back next week with more TV goodness. Until then, a Merry Christmas. And to all, a good night. <laughs> Bye. It's over. How about you suck on this mistletoe? Now that's what I call a present.